0: Your parents were there for you. Now you want to be there for them as they age. Welcome to There For Them, a podcast designed to help you find the information and resources you need to support your aging parents. Hi, this is Tara Fleming Caruso, Collaborative Care Advisor at Hebrew Senior Life. Welcome to the latest episode of our podcast, Design for the Adult Child on the Go. We're recording during the COVID-19 pandemic again, and as Massachusetts takes cautious steps to reopen, families across the country are struggling to figure out what back to school will look like while also juggling jobs and supporting aging loved ones. The isolation has been tough, especially on older adults facing the normal challenges of aging, while living during a public health crisis that puts them most at risk. Today, we'll talk with two families whose loved ones have been receiving long-term chronic care from Hebrew senior life throughout the pandemic. As we all know, nursing homes in the United States were hit hard by COVID-19, with a disproportionate share of cases and an even larger proportion of deaths. The news has been filled with dire reports from facilities that were completely unprepared. Thankfully, this was not the case for Hebrew Senior Life. Because of HRC's advantages, including our hospital license and Harvard Medical School affiliation, we were able to hold the line much better than other communities, so much so that the Commonwealth of Massachusetts called upon us to collaborate on best practice infection control measures that could then be shared with facilities across the state. Today's guests have generously offered to share their positive experiences in hopes of demystifying what a strong long-term care provider can offer, even during a global pandemic. Our first guest is Joseph Piakovich, a legal analyst from Newton, Massachusetts. His mother was admitted to Hebrew Rehabilitation Center on our Boston campus last winter. We also welcome Karen Salvatore from Needham, who is the principal and owner of a project management firm. Both of Karen's parents are at Hebrew Rehabilitation Center in Dedham, which is situated on the Newbridge on the Charles campus. So welcome, both of you. Thank you so much for being with me today. We are very grateful for your time and really look forward to hearing your stories. And I'm wondering if we could start by hearing a little bit about both of your parents.
1: Uh, Yes, I can start. Um, I could tell you about my dad. He would describe himself very proudly as a World War II veteran. He enlisted in the Army and remained in the Army for Five years until 1945, he was assigned to the 1st Division Infantry in reconnaissance, and as he would say, he was in the front lines searching for the enemy throughout Northern Africa and Europe. He met and married my mom after the war, and she was 19. He found work at Sikorsky Aircraft in Connecticut as an inspector, and my mom became a hairstylist. They both were born in New Haven and remained in the area throughout their lives part of the wide social network of Italian families and friends. Mom loved entertaining immediate and extended family, always inviting people to our home for small and large celebratory gatherings. They loved to travel the East Coast, and they drove with maps in hand throughout New England and with friends in the summer, exploring the tourist spots but also investigating the back roads to meet local people. And they frequently visited the shores of Connecticut and the lakes in the northern part of the state. They just treasured those summer vacations.
0: (laughs) That's wonderful. Thank you so much. I love the images you created. Joseph, tell us about your mom.
2: Yes. um, My mom grew up in Russia during the Stalinist purges. In fact, her uncles were declared by Stalin to be enemies of the people, and they were executed in the Gulag. This meant that her mother was also in constant danger of arrest by what we now know as the KGB. She and her parents moved constantly, trying to stay out of the KGB's view. During the World War II, my mom suffered a lot being a teenager in an uh, embattled Moscow that was subjected to the most severe daily bombardment by the Nazi Air Force. Later in life, she worked for many years teaching typing and shorthand writing and eventually emigrated to live in the United States. Surprisingly, none of her early experiences appear to have affected her attitude toward life and to people. Mom is an exceptionally optimistic, friendly, open, sociable Outgoing, convivial person. She sees only great qualities in everyone.
0: These are some amazing lives that you both have described. I think of the word inspiring and also resilient when I think about your parents. Thank you. So, moving on to... The topic of conversation, our long-term care, I'm curious about what circumstances led to the decision to pursue long-term chronic care for your parents. Was it a family decision? And why did you choose Hebrew Senior Life?
2: My mother has been a patient at the Boston campus of Hebrew Rehabilitation Center in Roslindale since the end of January 2020. At the age of 94, almost exactly a year ago, my mom suffered a serious deterioration in her health. Since that time, she had been hospitalized four times, and she spent a considerable period of time in different short-term rehabs. Even though she received excellent care, and thank God her condition improved dramatically, closer to the end of last year, it became exceedingly clear, not only to myself and to all family members, but most importantly to my mom herself, that unfortunately, regardless of the amount of help she could get, her condition wouldn't allow her to go back to living on her own. And we were delighted to find out that she would be accepted to Hebrew Rehabilitation Center. Several of our relatives, including my wife's late mother, had been patients here, and we knew what exceptional level of care is rendered to the patients at this institution.
0: Mm, Thank you, Joseph. Karen, what about your decision and your parents?
1: Well, my mom was diagnosed with dementia about six years ago. And while it slowly was progressing, she was being taken care of at home by a daily caregiver in the mornings. We began to discuss long-term care, but wanted to keep her home as long as possible. In 2017, at the age of 90, she required emergency procedure for her gallbladder. After a week in the hospital, she was admitted to a rehabilitation facility where the care was terribly inaccurate. I requested she be transferred to short-term rehab in HRC in Dedham, given its reputation and the access to our family in Needham. She received amazing PT care at Newbridge, but during her time there, it became very clear that she couldn't return home. So thanks to all the administrative folks and the social workers that were there, we were very fortunate to acquire a room in Dedham. After... My mom was admitted. Dad was living on his own for two years with a caregiver to help him with meals and driving to appointments and errands. And he began to feel unwell and checked in with his primary care doctor, but after treatment was still retaining a lot of fluid. So we admitted him to the hospital through the ER at the I. Medical Center. He was diagnosed with congestive heart failure. And when he was discharged from the hospital for PT, I requested he be admitted to HRC at Newbridge, where he could visit my mom as well. Uh, He was 97 years of age at the time, and it quickly became obvious that he needed 24-hour monitoring and care. A room was available on the same floor as my mom,
0: and the stars aligned for all three of us. That's amazing. I love when the stars aligned. That's a great adding to your story. So it's one thing to move to a long-term chronic care hospital. It's another thing to do it in the middle of a pandemic. And so I'm curious about both of your parents' experiences at the beginning of COVID-19 and the pandemic. And what was it like for you as the adult children, most likely concerned and worried and afar? Um, I'd have to
1: say that... Uh My mom has always been a very gentle and positive and giving person, and she's always been more worried about others rather than herself. And throughout her dementia, she has and still maintains the same general outlook and sense of humor she always had. However, she struggles with recalling short-term interactions and information. In this case, it tends to be a blessing for her, I, as most of the COVID protocols of staying in rooms or wearing masks are not recognized by her as stressful. At times, my mom would understand there was a virus through watching the evening news or through the nursing staff as policies changed. In realizing some changes of routine with a gentle assurance from staff, she would adapt very easily. But in the beginning with my dad, um, he understood the new terms of social distancing He likened the virus to the flu, which was just easier for him to grasp as a concept. A couple of people in my dad's household contracted the virus, including him. During that time, he remained very pragmatic about the situation, and it was fortunate that he only suffered extreme fatigue with relatively minor symptoms, and he recovered fairly quickly after about four weeks. He's nearly 100 years old now, and he is typically very active. He exercises twice a week. He walks outdoors every day. So when these activities were put on hold and confinement to the household went into place, he grew very impatient, and a little bit of his short temper kind of crept in. The nurses understood him so well, and they addressed his demeanor with the utmost professionalism and compassion to guide him gently back to understanding the seriousness of circumstances and why it was necessary for activities to be different than usual for him during that time. Joseph, Um, tell
0: us a bit about your experience.
2: Yeah. For my mom, the beginning of her life in Hebrew rehab and the beginning of the pandemic virtually coincided. She was just in the process of adjusting herself to life in the rehabilitation center, and this period of uh, initiation, this period was rather unexpectedly for us, I'll confess it, very encouraging. Why? Hebrew Rehabilitation Center contrasted so vividly in the positive with her experiences of being in other centers that my mom was excited about it. To my delight, the first weeks that my mom was here, she was so absorbed with involuntary positive comparisons that my initial fears, based on the stories you hear about nursing homes everywhere in the world, these fears dissipated completely.
0: Ah, Joseph, we could say that the stars aligned for you as well. It was a good beginning. Yeah. So Hebrew Senior Life, a Harvard Medical School affiliate, implemented many early restrictions on both residents and staff to limit the spread of the virus. And in fact, they were ahead of state and local governments in that regard. It was absolutely the right thing to do. But speaking from experience on this end as a staff member, it was certainly uncomfortable and it wasn't easy. What was this experience like for your family, both for you and for your parents?
2: I have to tell you that a coincidence played a positive role in my mom's attitude to the restrictive measures that had to be taken in response to the onset of the pandemic. For my mom, in spite of the total visitations ban, this was not a new change for her. I hadn't visited her since the beginning of January when I myself was hospitalized and she knew that I wouldn't be able to come and see her for a considerable period of time. I cannot describe to you the sense of relief that I felt when, as a family member of one of your patients, I started getting regular information updates about the COVID-19 situation at the rehabilitation center and about the measures that had been taken and that planned to be taken in order to bolster the preventative measures. However hard and painful the further restrictive undertakings that had to be implemented were, I realized that they were absolutely crucial and indispensable. Also, I have to tell you that the administration's transparency about the situation on the floor in the units and about the measures that were implemented every step of the way by regularly sending informational bulletins once or twice every week provided enormous relief for family members like myself. Reading about the course of action and its full compliance with the guidelines established by the Centers for Disease Control and Massachusetts Department of Public Health, that knowledge reassured me enormously. I knew all along that Hebrew Sr. Life was navigating a very narrow and dangerously unknown road. But now I looked at it with a newly acquired hope and a tentative confidence. It was also very reassuring to see that information that was shared with my mom, it was shared in a very thoughtful and balanced way. The information was certainly honest and reliable, That it was also presented in a positive, encouraging manner. The way Hebrew senior life approached this had a very beneficial effect on my mom's overall psychological condition. Uh, And I need to tell you that the level of care impeccable as it was even before now throughout the pandemic has been and continues to be beyond praise, beyond praise.
0: I think one of the important things that you shared is the transparency, and I myself have been um, impressed by that as a witness to the administration, um, learning and listening to them and and receiving their guidance. That was always the bottom line, is telling the truth and honestly what was happening. It was very comforting to have that transparency. Um, Karen, tell us your story. Yes, I would have to say I
1: feel the same way. Um, I recall communications beginning very early when the world was trying to grasp the severity of the unknown characteristics of the pandemic. Uh, HSL put protocols in place and made very positive changes immediately to protect patients and their staff. We are eternally grateful for the intelligent approach and the gentle guidance provided by HSL for both of my parents. Being their only child, I am solely responsible for my parents' care. And early on, when reports of the risk for seniors became evident, my family and I were very worried and concerned for my parents. With both of them being in long-term care, I would run all the good and the bad scenarios in my head that could possibly happen. The most difficult, I believe, for me was to not be able to see them, and I'm sure for a lot of others, once visits were not allowed. My dad understood that there were new procedures in place for their protection, but I worried about my mom because she wouldn't understand why I wasn't there to see her, and I didn't want her to feel neglected by me and or by my family. Yet having interacted with the staff throughout the previous three years that we have been affiliated with HSL, I trusted them completely. Not only do I trust them with my parents' health care, but I also trust them with their well-being. I have repeatedly witnessed the compassionate interactions within the interdisciplinary teams on the floor and even behind the scenes. My level of confidence of, quote, unquote, leaving my parents' welfare to them is extremely high. I feel very fortunate both my parents are receiving care at HSL, and I am
0: truly grateful every day. It sounds like it was really challenging for you, particularly not being able to visit. But the word, again, I keep coming back to these wonderful words that you all are sharing. It, it, trust is resonating for me. And because of that trust, you were able to relax a bit and know that they were both being well cared for. And as an only child, um, also, I'm an only child, I can imagine how that really was helpful for you. Thank you. Thank um, you. Do you both have a sense of how your parents are faring compared to their peers and friends? And what I mean is in terms of getting necessities, accessing health care, and in general, just their overall quality of life.
2: I can tell you about my mom. She is in constant contact by telephone with her friends from her previous residence. Uh, From what they were telling her, they have had a very difficult period of time, particularly in the beginning of the pandemic. The building was locked down. The residents had a hard time getting food. Most of them do not have computers, so they were unable to order food delivery. I know that they had to ask for some home health care aid assistance for obtaining at least some food. Hardly a day passes without my mom saying to me that this is such a good fortune that she is at uh, this Hebrew center. Mm-hmm. And this is how I feel as well every day.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, benefits to both of you. And for your parents, Karen? Uh, my parents relocated from Connecticut
1: uh, to Needham about 10 years ago to be closer to us. The family and their friends are now few, so it's a bit difficult to make a comparison. Uh, my dad is 99 now, my mom's 92, and I can say that since they've been at Newbridge, their quality of life has changed for the better. Uh, they were living independently prior to moving to the HSL community, which had been our plan all along. But however, as time passed, this plan created certain stress levels for family and especially for my dad as he was really helping my mom and she became more dependent. So that was a little bit harder on him.
0: Mm. It's always important to have a plan and a plan A and a B and a C, right? Because this is an ever-changing landscape when you're caring for older adults, So it's great that you were able to look at a different plan once things weren't necessarily working out in the original plan. We talk a lot on this podcast about the sandwich generation, referring to those of us with responsibilities caring for both children and aging parents. I know both of you have children who are adults at this point, but I'm wondering how that dynamic may have played out for you still.
1: I do have adult children. They're all in their mid-30s. Um, at one time, I did feel the stress of being part of the sandwich generation when my parents, they were living independently and my children were in college and I was running my own business. Um, at the time, there was more responsibility for me as a proxy for health care for my mom and for their social activities. The advantages of having them at Hebrew Rehabilitation Center at Newbridge now are so many. Hebrew senior life is an all-encompassing experience for them and for everyone who lives there and resides there, providing daily activities, engagement with performances and speakers, as well as monitoring personal and healthcare needs. I do not worry at all about my parents care any longer. Now I can enjoy visits with them, I can support them, and I work closely with their care teams for the best possible outcome from their lives.
0: Mm. I was talking with one of the social workers today in long-term care, Karen, and when you said it's an all-encompassing experience, she said something similar by describing long-term care as a one-stop shop. Does that resonate with you?
1: It absolutely does, and and when I do say that my parents have really excelled in their health since they've been there, I think that is a large part of why, because it is all-encompassing. They are not in their rooms. They are out in the center areas. They are brought down to the conservatory. There's a lot of social activity going on for them, and I think that that it's so engaging for them. And I think it's just making them
0: um, happier. Good. Thank you. Joseph?
2: You know what? I also have uh, grown-up children. My son, with his family, he lives in Needham. Uh, my daughter, she lives in uh, Portland, Oregon. So she is kind of uh, far away <laughs> from us, even though she uh, she's with us all the time and she calls my mom in my case the situation was very peculiar because i myself was uh, really ill and in january and in june i had to undergo two surgeries that's why it was um, my son who actually helped coordinate the care for my mom while i was hospitalized and sick I actually do not know what would have happened had we not been blessed with my mom having been accepted as an inpatient at Hebrew Rehabilitation Center. Even after coming home from the hospital for a considerable period of time, I was not completely rehabilitated and wasn't able to allot as much attention to my mom as I wanted to. The fact that my mom during these crazy times has been a patient at Hebrew Rehab was literally a blessing. Once more, I do not know what we would have done if we had opted in December for my mom to try to go back home, which we seriously considered at the time. My Mm -hmm. mom didn't know much about my incapacitation at the time, but even with what she knew, she understood that we all had been blessed with her becoming a Hebrew rehabilitation center patient.
0: Thank you, Joseph. I'm going to wrap up with this final question for you both. What would you say to families and older adults considering long-term chronic care in this current environment? Really, many are still saying or feeling that the safest course is to ride it out, and not make any big changes, and still more are terrified by the statistics that show infections and death rates to be higher in nursing homes. What's your advice? Um, I would have to say that if you
1: have a loved one who needs health care during this pandemic environment... It's most beneficial and a great deal of comfort if he or she is surrounded by professionals in a reputable long-term facility, like Hebrew Rehabilitation Center. The alternative of being at home with several caregivers from outside and members that are coming and going from the family may be of more concern regards to known or unknown exposure to the virus.
0: Yeah, that's important. What do you think, Joseph?
2: This is a decision that must be taken by every person, every family member individually, with a full consideration being given one's own personal circumstances. But based on my own experiences, the one thing that I can tell you is that if your loved one is a patient at Hebrew Rehabilitation Center, he or she, and actually you as their relative, have been granted a lucky ticket. They will get not one of the best, but the best possible care on all levels. There is no doubt in my mind that at this point in time, there is no better place for the elderly, like my mom, than the best institutions of long-term chronic care.
0: Thank you both so much. It's such a crazy and interesting and strange time, and you've shared such important stories with us. And thank you for trusting us with your parents' care, and again, for all the time you set aside to be part of our podcast today. We so appreciate it. For our listeners, if you'd like to learn more about Hebrew Rehab Center as well as our programs for Russian-speaking elderly, this was referenced by Joseph during the conversation, please visit www.hebrewseniorlife.org. If you'd like more information on other topics related to aging and caring for older adults, you might be interested in checking out our blog, which you'll also find on the website. And of course, we invite you to subscribe to our podcast, And on that note, we want to know what you'd like to hear next. Are there topics that you think would be helpful? Let us know by sending an email to editor at hebrewseniorlife.org and put the word podcast in the subject line. We look forward to continuing the conversation. Stay safe and be well. Thanks for listening to There for Them. Brought to you by Hebrew Senior Life, a leading senior care nonprofit organization that's an affiliate of Harvard Medical School and is uniquely dedicated to rethinking, researching, and redefining the possibilities of aging. Learn more at HebrewSeniorLife.org.